0: everyone to another episode here with steve what's up man it's been a while and i don't my mind is at a blink i've been saying this for a while but that game five so much to unravel so much to talk about Mm -hmm. and i had i had so much notes like game one through four it's like yeah there's some fun (laughs) stuff to talk about but that game five that's, that's the only thing really on my mind. Mm. But I mean, I guess we could break down the series a little bit just because it's been a fun series. Every game's kind of had its own different story, mm-hmm. none bigger than Game 5. But right now, the series between the Raptors and Warriors, it's 3-2 Raptors. Um, it's surprisingly 3-2 Raptors to say the least. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Game 1, Raptors handled their business pretty efficiently. Mm-hmm. It was all-around ruin, Like, Kawhi didn't have to do everything like he usually does. Game 2 was, like, the most interesting one up to Game 5, where, you know, it looked like the Raptors had control, and then the, the Warriors just pulled, like, a game out of their ass, right? DeMarcus Cousins steps up um, after Looney gets hurt in Game 2. I think that was the big storyline, and but, then that was steps up. That was the 18-0
1: run in the start of the third.
0: Mm-hmm, and yeah. then, yeah, Boogie let that run just... That third quarter was ridiculous. Just, um, you know, typical Warriors type of style where out of the halftime, they just come out of the gates just firing and just looking hot. Mm -hmm. And it ends with a crazy broken play where Kawhi almost got the steal with um, Curry's bad pass. Mm -hmm. But somehow it gets back to Iguodala. And out of all people, Iguodala hits the game-winning three. Mm -hmm. Jeez. Um, That was fun. Mm -hmm. Game three, pretty much the same thing. where That's the Danny Green third quarter Mm mm-hmm um just the Raptors just look like all their guys were just clicking you know Kyle Lowry Gasol Ibaka and you mentioned Danny Green just an all-around win once again and that's where we kind of started started wavering a little bit on the Warriors like ah man it might not be this year right Mm -hmm. I don't think they got it and all of a sudden we go all the way to game five where the biggest storyline going into game five is KD going to play. You know, they're down 3-1. It's now or never at this point because up to that point, I think you and I were just thinking the Raptors are going to close it that game. Mm-hmm. It looked pretty much over. And, you know, KD comes back. They say he's fine. Everyone's a little hesitant. But, I mean, the warm-ups and everything was very very weird you, you saw some of those warm-up videos right where he's like dunking he's like dancing and stuff mm-hmm. so they're like oh kd looks fine like i guess the calf or whatever is looking good man um i mean i guess before we go into game five anything you else you want to say about the first four games
1: uh i mean danny green that game three i was going crazy watching that one game four Kawhi absolutely took over um they didn't have an answer for him i think that's when he took over in the third uh game two yeah that was the one i mean man i mean it could have been a sweep and honestly up till game up till game four i think the raptors they won 13 of the 16 quarters so it's like Mm -hmm. the the raptors have been absolutely dominant and that kind of just carries over into this uh the remaining games but i mean besides that i feel like the raptors have had control I know going into the series, I picked the Raptors, um, and I Mm -hmm. I just kind of want to touch on a lot of things why I felt that this Warriors team was vulnerable again. Um, We mentioned that in the Blazers series, that could have easily been a 2-2 series. Um, The Blazers Mm -hmm. just didn't have enough defense to hold up. Um, The Warriors, I think from Game 2 of the Blazers series to Game 3 of the Raptors series, they went Mm -hmm. down six straight times in the first half by double digits and um we said that just couldn't continue to hold up and that proved to be true uh big reason why the raptors went up 3-1 at that point and then um yeah and then we mentioned uh i don't know if you were surprised i I think we i think a lot of us probably were surprised for the raptors to get both of them at the oracle Mm -hmm.
0: um but then oh and a big story i completely forgot about this fact clay also got Game oh two. yes, yes, yes. So and him and Looney were basically not in game three. Mm-hmm. And oh Steph had forty-seven. Yeah. Yeah, he just that was the best Steph I've seen in the finals. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they couldn't pull that game off just that's where I wavered. I was like, damn, yeah, this Warriors team just it looks like it's over.
1: Yeah, we and uh we uh glade that's it's you know it's gonna be one of those things like people are gonna mm-hmm. forget about that game because you look at the score, uh the Raptors handled them pretty easily Steph had 47 but that was like the best like you mentioned that he like just kind of tried to take over the game like where he was kind and of unguardable. yeah and he did but then the Raptors just this Warriors team has like honestly they haven't been able to stop this Raptors team except for game two when they went on the eighteen mm-hmm. zero run their defense really showed up but pretty consistently mm-hmm. this Raptors team has been pretty good uh three-point shooting though for the Raptors has not been that great and that kind of I I don't know what their shooting was in game five but that's probably what led to them not winning game five and uh in comparison
0: uh, before we go into this game but yeah um also i want to um just so many random things are coming back to me that i completely forgot because all i'm thinking about is game five mm -hmm. and the outcome of that um game two when iguodala hit that crazy three they were they were trying to lose that game the warriors Mm -hmm. um i think Kwai had like i think they're up like five or something and Kwai had like an and one and then Steph throws the ball in the air, gets that technical, makes it, like, even a closer margin. Do you remember that? I didn't see that, but it, yeah, I don't remember that one. So he cuts the lead all the way down to one because of that and one and the technical. Mm-hmm. And up, I think they score a two coming down, so all of a sudden they're up three now. Mm-hmm. Um, and the next play for Raptors, two offensive rebounds that finally led to a Danny Green three. Mm-hmm. Like, the game could have been over. They could have just secured a rebound. They couldn't. Danny Green gets an open three, ties the game, and that's what leads to... Almost a turnover yeah. by Steph when he got he got trapped and he just kind of threw it out there to probably one of the best defenders of all time, I mean, Kawhi Leonard. That would have been a fast break to the other end. It, and the Raptors would have won. Yeah. But somehow, you know, it works out. Um, Livingston comes up with the ball, gets an open Iguadala, and he hits the game-winning three. Mm-hmm. Just so many crazy moments that happen that are overshadowed by this game five, which is... We're going to get into it right now, but that game five is the only thing on my mind. The only thing I really want to talk about, because the headline coming in was KD is is back, right? Mm-hmm. And that first, I think we could just jump right in. Like, that first quarter, like, you were reminded of how great KD was. Mm-hmm. I think he started off the game, like, three for three on threes. Just mm-hmm. blazing hot, like, Kawhi up in his face, Ibaka up in his face. Don't even matter. No hesitation. The calf looked good. He looked good. He was moving well. And... You know, everyone knows by now he got he blew his Achilles, right? Mm-hmm. So he wasn't a hundred percent. And if that was Durant at seventy <laughs> percent, oh my good like, that's how good this guy is. And people are kinda, you know, just putting Kwai on top because he's been there, he's been relevant for the past few weeks, but people are quick to forget how great Kevin Durant is, which mm. is why you know as much as you and i always kind of talked about this like we're we don't feel bad about the warriors having these injuries like clay's hamstring you know looney unfortunate injuries iguodala having some calf issues time to time mm-hmm. those weren't like serious injuries but this injury to kd you only feel for the guy like you never want to see a guy go down with that type of injury especially as much a as superstar like, superstar 30 years old going to the last year of his contract where you know he was the biggest domino of the summer and all mm-hmm. of a sudden now it's now it's all in shambles but oh, so many different storylines we could hit the one that i kind of that's fresh on my mind is when katie went down is the raptors fans clearly cheering mm-hmm. and i saw like three guys in the background waving yeah and the The funniest stereotype of can- Canadians is like they're so <laughs> polite, you know, they're so nice to people. They don't know how to trash talk, mm-hmm. and I think Jimmy Kimmel or some yeah, one of the yeah,
1: Jimmy Kimmel, I saw that. Yeah, yeah they, they're <laughs> like,
0: hey, can you trash talk the Warriors? And it's all like super polite and yeah. stuff, not not really mean. <laughs> mm-hmm. And but that moment, this is when like I feel like everyone kind of turned on the Raptors, and for the first time in history, I kind of. I'm not gonna say I want the Warriors to win, but I wouldn't mind if the Warriors actually pull out this series out of their ass, just yeah. because of that whole Game Five. I really feel for them right yeah, now.
1: There was a, there were a couple things. Well, also I think it was a Game Three or Game Four. Uh, the Warriors minority owner, right, pushing Kyle Lowry. Dude,
0: is, uh, that that completely went over my head. Yeah, I forgot that one, about that. That one was uncalled for, and um,
1: he uh, has been banned for a year, I think. And he'll probably end up selling his shares. But yeah, that was that was uncalled for obviously reaching over to give him like a shove i think it's cuz honestly i think it was honest cuz the raptors were kicking their ass at that point and he's just frustrated Did you
0: see the i think bill simmons at the pod is, like i i 100% know what went through that guy's head is like he jumped into the stands and he's like hey man watch out <laughs> <laughs> he just pushed him yeah that, that's how i imagine it happening too yeah but, so you know, there was he that He got fined, like 500,000 yeah that's crazy i think he's he's, he's a billionaire per, I he's a he's fourteen a billionaire. billionaire, yeah, so comparative to us, that's like five dollars to him or yeah. something, like five fifty bucks, yeah, it's like fifty <laughs> bucks that so it's just, that's crazy,
1: un- that's insane, but yeah, crazy. so that happened, um yeah, so I thought about this too, um you know, up until twenty fifteen, right, that's when mm. it really kind of turned for LeBron, and that's mm-hmm. when everybody started really, really liking LeBron again, um yeah, and I thought about it too. I mean, as crazy as this sounds, and it's sad that it had to be this way, did everybody turn around on KD now? I think so. How about
0: this or, Warrior team? Have they turned around on them? Like they are? I now, think. Like okay. I don't know about completely turned around, but they got me, man. They they got me on board. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, I feel for them. Like this team has no reasons to win, except you know, just straight internal motivation there's (laughs) no reasons on a basketball aspect why they should win i if you're asking me about my game six prediction i think they're gonna lose (laughs) um katie even like um pitching in those 11 points is huge yep because no one outside of clay and um steph you can't really rely on anybody on the team to give you 10 points like 10 points yeah you can't rely on anyone
1: iggy scoring five points is not gonna get it done (laughs) <laughs> That's uh, on, just yeah. he's not scoring you i know. think game four iggy had three and so he's been yeah. a complete non-factor on offense yeah that needs to be like um i think they were mentioning like even though siakam has like these five for 18 like shooting nights like he's had a couple mm-hmm. times in the playoffs he's still getting like 12 points 12 14 points and he's still mm-hmm.
0: contributing you know what i mean like iggy is literally doing nothing yeah. Uh, and and another small storyline that not even small it's kind of big that no one because the whole kd thing right mm-hmm. is that Looney got hurt too mm-hmm. in this game re-injured, where he took a hard yeah. fall like he he was playing on like i believe a fractured uh collarbone that wasn't it mm-hmm. wasn't misplaced so it was still in place but it just obviously hurts right mm-hmm. um he re-injured that so he's out of the series as well and he was probably the re- most reliable big um Boogie is their best big, quote unquote, just because he's the most talented. But <laughs> outside of game, the last game in game two, like he's been a I, huge negative.
1: Yeah, it's fu- it's funny how we uh, we are um, we were thinking about doing the pot after game two, and then you're like, oh mm-hmm. well, I guess Demarcus is going to be a factor, and then game three and four, absolute poo, like he did nothing um no tur- if he,
0: he didn't do nothing he did worse than nothing <laughs> he was a straight negative
1: turning the ball over yeah uh and this game five wasn't that great for him either uh especially down the end we'll go over that mm-hmm. but yeah man let's let's start at the beginning of this game kd steph clay i think they go five for five from three to start and i was mm-hmm. like oh man like these guys uh they're not missing and you get to quarter two that's when kD goes down tries to push off his right leg and then you saw the uh-huh. video right just literally snaps like a rubber band in his mm-hmm. leg goes down
0: and and for the people that don't know Achilles is straight up like a rubber band yeah. that connects like your ligaments from your calf to like the bottom of your foot mm-hmm. so when that snaps basically it kind of rolls up their calf right mm-hmm. so it's insane that like he he kind of walked off and had no emotions yeah. very. Very Kobe esque In shock. I think I think everyone was reminded of the Kobe situation at that point where he was just so calm in a situation like that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, dang, I, he's like, it was basically like, dang it, man, like he just mm-hmm. knew. It's like you knew. He knew. And then today he had the surgery and all that. Mm-hmm. So the surgery isn't crazy. I saw a video once. It's like straight up, they need this heavy ass machine that's super strong mm-hmm. because that rubber band that attaches is just one of the. St- Strongest like that's it yeah yeah so if it rips so like it's so hard to put back so basically that machine just pulls that rubber band <laughs> all the way back and they have to yeah. do the surgery and attach it so yeah. crazy injury crazy uh, we'll finish with um what we think about katie's injury later yeah but yes the game um
1: so just to add
0: on your first quarter yeah. thoughts yeah katie clay and Steph just went off in that first quarter but i think at the end of the first quarter they're only up by like five yeah like which is six points yeah
1: and that's, mm-hmm. that's just been the thing with this Raptors team, this whole playoff, uh, especially against these finals, against the Warriors. I just feel like they don't get rattled in that sense. Mm. Like, they just, they, keep, they just keep coming. It's like, even though the Warriors mm-hmm. hit two threes, it's like, all right, we're going to keep coming, we're going to keep
0: plugging away, because they know their defense can make a couple stops, you know what I mean? And the most beautiful thing is, like, they all kind of took on Kawhi's persona and mm-hmm. his, like, mindset, where... Or- they, I don't see any of them talking, like, no trash talk, you know, none of them are rattled. And mm-hmm. remember that famous Game 4 video, they, they just got two games out of Oracle, they should be super excited, the mm-hmm. series is in their hands, no emotion, everyone's just walking off, you know, this is a done deal, they're mm-hmm. about their business, I love that about them.
1: Yeah, uh, before we go into the game, I guess, um, how'd you feel after Game 4, did you think it was just, it was over, no chance, or were you a little bit scared that KD could make
0: a difference? Um, I thought KD could make a difference. Not enough to win the series, but mm-hmm. maybe to win that game five. They did win game five, but not the way I imagined. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. um, but I, the Raptors at that point, the way everyone was playing, it seemed like they found that consistent stride instead mm-hmm. of, you know, the inconsistency that Kyle Lowry, Gasol has been showing at mm-hmm. some rounds. I think they finally found their stride. Kawhi playing like the best player in the world. Um, I thought it was gonna be over even when Katie was in it's just like damn they're hanging around I yeah. think they could pull it out um game six I completely think the Raptors are gonna win that
1: yeah I mean so going back to this game quarter two and three were were really weird um it just felt like it just felt like the Raptors were gonna kind of get over this hump like you could feel it but the Warriors kind of kept answering with like a jump shot at three mm-hmm. just kind of kind of putting them at bay maybe six seven points like. And, and honestly, like, I was like, man, KD's 11 points were huge. Because that's, like, really just keeping Toronto away, like, by, like, 8 to 10 points at that point. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of a struggle all all game for Toronto to really get going. Uh, by the end of the third, I remember uh, Kawhi only had 14 points. Only one point in that uh, third quarter. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, man, after that, uh, I guess we could really start where Kawhi
0: goes on his personal 10-0 run. Dude, the weirdest... Weirdest ending of my life watching that game. Mm-hmm. Well, not my life of the <laughs> game. <laughs> um, yeah, you mentioned. Kawhi goes on that crazy 10-0 run. Just pull up three. Just those Two. little baselines where he hits the shoulders. Mm-hmm. Get that little separation on. I think the first one on Ecuador. The next one on clay. clay yeah, just so um, strong. You know, you know, boogie out there. Little little slow on his feet. Quad just pulls up for a three. Mm-hmm. run. Yeah. Just. Just like that, Raptors go up six. Um, I, mean, I don't know if you were on Twitter at that
1: time, but people mm-hmm. were going like nuts. Like yeah. calling it like Jordan
0: esque, like, like This is the pantheon of Kwai's history. Like I mean, this that was all time performances. That was we've an seen. A, if he like if he closed
1: the game out like that and if you was I mean, we're gonna get to the timeout and everything, and if you assumed he just kinda kept going for the next two minutes, mm-hmm. that stretch would have been like amazing i mean it's still amazing now to think about it right like what he was doing like you're in that moment just
0: like holy crap this guy's gonna take him to the championship right now so the crazy thing is i was watching it with like eight friends right Uh and at that point we're like dude the game is over like Kawhi has complete demand and control of this game and the minute they call that timeout after that 10-0 run one of my friends that doesn't even watch basketball (laughs) that much he's like why do they call a timeout did Mm. someone get hurt Mm-hmm. He asked that, like a person that wasn't even watching. And if mm-hmm. he's asking that, you gotta wonder what they're really thinking at that point. Cause it it seemed like, at least from my perspective, if without that timeout, it seemed like Kwai was just gonna go at them every single play mm-hmm. from then on. And I heard some explanations where Nick Nurse just, you know, uh, Kyle Lowry wanted that timeout. They needed like a breather. Mm-hmm. Um, but. <sighs> The more I think about it, it doesn't make sense. You know, Nick Nurse, yeah, he wanted to call a timeout, get his guys some rest, maybe drop a play for the next or for the next possession. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes. Because of that, but because of that timeout, the Warriors were also allowed to rest, mm-hmm. which is drop the biggest thing. Yeah, biggest thing about them, they changed their defensive schemes where all of a sudden they're gonna double quai on every pick and roll any single time they can just to get the ball out of his hands. Mm-hmm. And that's really is where the fourth quarter swung in the Warriors' favor. Mm-hmm. First play out of that timeout, they do a play for Kwai, I think, around the baseline, and he gets a baseline shot, air ball. Mm-hmm. Just Tough. straight up. Tough yeah, shot straight against up just, Yeah,
1: guarded it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Just straight up a transition shot for the other team. Now, all of a sudden, it's like a four-point game. And, mm-hmm. you know, from there, there's a lot of things that happen. But everything from that timeout, just, uh, I still can't explain it. I bet if Nick Nurse can do it all over, he wouldn't have called that timeout. But yeah, it's so what happened.
1: The explanation for uh, for the timeout that I heard was, so they had four timeouts. Um, I think after the three-minute mark, uh, so they called it at around the 3.30 mark. Um, mm-hmm. After the three-minute mark, apparently you lose two, or you go down to mm-hmm. two timeouts. So I guess another reason was like, all right, well, we might as well use one because we, we have mm-hmm. one. it's um, so it's debatable mm-hmm. there. Like, I get that, but right, like you... Um, you have them on heels. You know, he-
0: even, like, when you play, like, 2K or something, yeah. you know when you call a timeout is to kill the momentum of the game. Yeah. Like, just start it fresh, and <laughs> they basically kill their own momentum it's, because it's, they're uh, the ones who are controlling the game.
1: I mean, you had them on their heels. It's like the someone said it's mm. the equivalent of, like, basically uh, you're in the boxing ring, and you have the guy on the ropes ready to go down, and then your mm. your personal trainer or your corner basically calls you back. And be like, <laughs> "It'll leave him alone," and then you go go get a rest. That's that's All kind right. of like what happened. But um, yeah, but like you mentioned, Kawhi comes out of that timeout. They can't get a good shot for him. Uh, Clay defended it really well. And then on the left side, Draymond sets a really nice screen. Clay hits a three. Um, yeah. And then Steph comes around on that same side, comes and pulls up and hits a three. And then mm-hmm. uh, multiple turnovers, missed shots by Lowry, Marcus All um Kawhi they couldn't get a shot to go in uh in the last 330 the game closed on a 9-2 run for the Warriors uh then Clay hit another three uh the one where Kawhi drew or blew right by him and then um uh-huh. Danny Green he did not close out um I, I just felt like I <laughs> I just saw him He was like oh man this is hopeless knocked it down uh-huh. um so they go up by what is that three at that point 106-103 and then yeah. yeah so this is where um well at first it was 103 97 let's get that right before they called the timeout then the the Warriors won the nine two run um to finish the game but yeah man two things we want to go let's get to DeMarcus and how he almost gave this
0: game away exactly so at that end of the game it felt like the Warriors all of a sudden were back in it and they are doing everything they can to lose the game, mm-hmm. which is rem um, reminiscent of game two when I mentioned that you know um, they they had the lead. quai gets an one. Steph does a stupid technical where he throws the ball in the air. Um, they almost lose the game off a crazy broken play. Mm-hmm. Um, the same thing with the Warriors boogie. Um, Offensive I never interference s- first, twice actually. Well, two goaltend calls. Yeah, one offense. on defense, one on one mm-hmm. on offense. Mm-hmm um the offensive one honestly that was I debatable like was, i thought that was debatable yeah i saw that i thought I was it was like, clean Whoa. off a rebound mm-hmm. or, or not rebound off the replay i thought i was like oh that looks pretty good it's yeah. off the rim it's coming off mm-hmm. um, the angle that they kept showing was really bad mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know it was like under the rim so it looked like it was on top but mm-hmm. anyways uh didn't get both those calls two goal can um goaltending calls and the craziest one was that moving pick what'd you think you about know, that oh so they're up one at that point mm-hmm. and i think there was like 30 seconds on the clock so six six seconds in between the shot clock and the game clock yeah so they roll it the down. whole time so they're like oh there's enough time to you know run a play get a defensive play um instead of fouling but my mindset was if draymond or igodala catches the ball foul them mm-hmm. um they weren't gonna go by that plan i think draymond was holding it for like five, seven. Oh, seconds. Oh, draymond enough. had the uh backcourt also, let's not forget about oh, that. Oh, yep, exactly. There's yeah. so, so many mistakes at the end of the game where the Raptors just could not capitalize. I'll get into that. Mm-hmm. But that play, um, 30 seconds left, um, like I mentioned, they weren't going to go for a foul, even though I felt like they should have fouled Draymond mm-hmm. when he was holding the ball. Um, Boogie sets a screen for Steph on the left side. Moving pick that's happened probably like 50 to 100 times a game, where it's just <laughs> a slight, you know you you give them that little oomph on the screen yeah never rarely is called especially rarely that is called late in the game in the finals just something that you don't the refs there's always a stigma about the refs where they don't want the games to be decided on their fate you know they kind of let the game kind of play out but they also um, have the
1: thing where they're trying to be like oh we
0: call the game the same way which mm-hmm. is
1: probably not true
0: yeah, so just a lot of weird things. But the weirdest thing is they called that and no one saw what the play was until they showed the replay, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so, all of a sudden, the war- the Raptors are only down one with a bunch of time on the clock. I believe like 15, 15 seconds yeah, left. Yeah,
1: 15 seconds.
0: Yeah, so, you know, um, the Raptors call a timeout. The play is going to be for Kawhi. But since that timeout at the three minute mark that we mentioned, where they're just doubling everything, mm-hmm. that became the defensive scheme for the rest of the game that changed the outcome. Mm-hmm. So uh, Clay got the assignment on Quai. He drives right. Iguodala immediately doubles off that. So Kawhi kicks it out to mm-hmm. Van Fleet. I think was where, Iggy on
1: uh, Kyle Lowry? Was that what it was? Or was uh, he, I, think on, so. I think it I might have been so. on Mark or somebody. Yeah, he was
0: on one of those two somewhere. But he was in the paint, just you know, scope just Ready, being a free yeah. safety. Yeah. Mm-hmm um comes up does a hard double Kawhi has to give it up because he picked up the dribble Mm -hmm. gives it to Fred Van Fleet and Mm -hmm. that's where I started yelling give it back to Kawhi Mm. Van Fleet doesn't even look back on the right (laughs) side um he looks straight to the left where Marcus Gasol setting the same illegal screen that Boogie set yeah so when (laughs) Kawhi
1: has the ball he swings it to Van Fleet and then Gasol is I think Gasol is still down there or before he passes to Van Fleet he's like holding Draymond
0: getting ready yeah, yeah, he's doing a moving screen, basically, where Boogie Boogie got called, like, 10 seconds ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyle Lowry opened in the corner, and um, thank goodness for this report, because when Kyle Lowry <laughs> shot it, that shit went side of the backboard to out of bounds, mm-hmm. and we're like, everyone was <laughs> I roasting mean you couldn't, Kyle Lowry. You couldn't even see it on the screen, like, what happened. Like, you need, the <laughs> it ball just disappeared. just, just disa- the bottom of the backboard. The ball disappeared, <laughs> and then, yeah. And we're like, God. And then everyone was roasting Lowry, like, goddamn, Lowry's... <laughs> Just so bad, uh-huh. and then it it turns out that Draymond got like two fingers on yeah. it, which changed. But the then um, yeah. everyone was joking. It's like, damn, Kyle Lowry got a post of a replay on Instagram, let everyone know <laughs> that he got blocked. Yeah, a picture because... came out though. If he got saved. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, in my opinion, I didn't think that was gonna go in either way. Mm-hmm. Just cause it's that's my shot. that's my or that's my stereotypical thing on Lowry. I just don't see him pulling through at the end when mm-hmm. it counts. I really wanted Fred Van Vliet to go back to Kawhi, you know, that Kobe-Jordan-esque moment. You want the player to have the ball at the end, mm-hmm. which is Kawhi at this moment. We didn't get to see it happen, and somehow, way, dude, there's a Game 6 that's going to happen tomorrow.
1: Man, uh... Yeah, they're... Having,
0: gosh. To I mean, this day, to this... Or to right now, at this moment, I still can't believe the Warriors won that game. Um, There's so many pictures of the champagne being set up in the locker room. You know, Bill Russell's in the hallway with a polished um, Larry Larry O'Brien trophy. Mm -hmm. Just ready, you know. Mm -hmm. It's not to the... It's the not heat, to the extent the of Spurs, yeah. Yeah, it's not to the extent of that four, um, fourteen finals where before the Ray Allen shot, they had the ropes coming yeah. up, mm-hmm. <laughs> and there we were all ready for. Apparently, you know, they a new like. I mean, that story has come out like they had to tear down all the like stuff. <laughs> yep, yep.
1: Like, in the locker they room. they had the locker
0: room set up, yeah. like the plastic and everything. Yeah, you know, Trace, Tracy McGrady famously was saying that he was thinking about how he's going to celebrate if mm-hmm. he should run to his family in the stands <laughs> or he should jump like with the, on this. Celebrate with his teammates. Just that moment was insane. This this is a, a good second place in my opinion. Mm. Um, just with three minutes to go, with that ten zero run that Kawhi did, it felt like the balance was over. The mm-hmm. dynasty was over. So many different things we're gonna talk about today compared to a game six that's gonna happen. But you know the Warriors pulling out of their ass, and all of a sudden, America is almost—I wouldn't say all, but majority—is now behind the Warriors for once in their history.
1: Well, because of the freaking
0: Raptors fans cheering against KD when he got hurt, that's not a great. And book. Yeah. and um to add on top of that um it was a viral video on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I think Curry's Curry's mom was at the hotel. Oh, I saw that. Was,
1: yeah,
0: and then there's Raptor fans outside of the hotel, and they're they're like cursing her out like. Yeah. Calling her like a skank, like a fuck you and all that. Yeah. To the mom, like, uh,
1: just not a good Why life. Why
0: would you provoke that? Uh, just a bad 24 hours for the <laughs> Raptors. Yeah. It went from championship to now, uh, we don't well, Also, we don't really like the, the, the greatest fans ever, and now they're the worst fans ever. It's like, damn, Jurassic Park looks so lit, I want to go. <laughs> now it's, uh, <laughs> dude, they're all, they're all kind of annoying. Mm-hmm kind of bad fans all right so this is this
1: is my big thing why i'm so confident in the raptors and i think you're still confident but yeah i, I made this point um this warriors team so f- okay firstly the raptors have not been good at three point shooting the last two games eight for 27 this game mm-hmm. game five they were eight for 32 mm-hmm. the raptors lost by one point after the warriors just hit 20 out of 42 threes That's good for about 47% or something. Um, Mm -hmm. Don't expect that to happen. And the fact that the Raptors only lose by one, that gives me confidence. Uh, It's just maintained throughout this whole series. Uh, This Raptors team, as it's presented against this Warriors team with all its injuries and all that, uh, Mm -hmm. is a better team than the Warriors. I agree. So, Game 6 predictions, I mean, by this point, you've kind of seen everything. There's not really Mm -hmm. something new that we'll see.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. How do you think it plays out? Um, the only roadmap that I see the Rewarders winning the next game is the consistency of Clay and um, Steph, right? They got to mm-hmm. put in their numbers. And one of them can't slack that game. Yeah. And the biggest wild card of that game is going to be Boogie Cousins. Ooh, what yeah. ki- type of Boogie... If Boogie plays well that game, they can totally win game six. But if you're asking me, me for my... My prediction i don't see boogie playing well for for at least the minutes that he's probably gonna look at because no looney no katie you know they're gonna have to rely on him Mm -hmm. to play maybe close to 30 minutes which is ridiculous is looney officially Um, out yeah dude he's out for sure oh
1: Um, oh also another thing to note mm -hmm. draymond potential he has six technicals i think if he gets one in game, I mean this would be so so bad. But if he gets one in game six and they win, is then he out for seven? He'd be out. He would be out for seven.
0: <sighs> you know what's one of the cra- <coughs> crazier thing we're not talking about is that the <coughs> fact that Clay is playing like he never got hurt. Mm. Yeah, that's crazy. Hurt his hamstring in game two and had to miss a full game three, and he hasn't missed a beat since coming back. It's con- and he's still guarding Kawhi. Yeah, Something that no one's really talking about when I, I don't know. There's a a lot of underrated stories to this. I mean, first of all... overshadowed by the biggest story. Yeah.
1: I think Kyle Lowry, this is, like, perfect for him. Um, Mm. I think a a lot of the stuff that's come out recently is, like, this is his actual role. Like, there is no pressure. Like, when it was him and DeMar, like, he was obviously the second guy. And he couldn't Mm -hmm. be the second guy. But on this team, he's honestly the third guy maybe the fourth guy on some nights and so mm-hmm. all the like extra stuff of him like drawing charges and just being smart uh, mm-hmm. and hitting timely shots when it's necessary that looks so much better now mm-hmm. because it's not like i need to get 25 that's not i don't think that's him like he's more like yeah. a 14 to 18 play good defense get a couple charges you know what i mean like just be effective um, mm-hmm. Siakam has had his moments I mean
0: he had the great game one But the defense is obviously that's, locked in on that That totally brings up something that I didn't I forgot to mention mm-hmm. I believe the last nine minutes of that game Siakam didn't play mm-hmm. Oh and, that's and, right Game five I think they had a Ibaka and Gasol in the whole game With a combination of Fred um, Kyle Lowry And yeah even Powell got in minutes yeah. Danny Green Just everyone played over Siakam down the stretch mm-hmm. Which is crazy because Siakam was killing him for a lot of times outside of jump shots Mm -hmm. um that's also a weird thing that no one's really talking about the fact that siakam didn't play the majority of the fourth quarter and the ending of the fourth quarter
1: Mm. yeah so i'm seeing a report here looney is questionable but yeah it looks like
0: he's a (laughs) no-go apparently he couldn't raise his right arm
1: right (laughs) dude yeah
0: If anything, Looney, you're a winner of this whole series, bro. You got this whole playoffs. Someone's gonna, someone's gonna love you. Someone's gonna love you and give you that money because you are, you're absolutely playing well and just he's a warrior, dude. No pun intended. No pun intended. (laughs) Playing on a broken collarbone, no complaints. Giant cast on his chest, and he's out there. Yeah, you see him wincing hard,
1: like when he gets hit in the chest. I mean, it's like it's tough. He has a broken bone. (laughs) I mean, he's a free agent, I think, because I think the Mm -hmm. Warriors, they did something last offseason where basically they didn't pick up his option for this. Oh, I think they didn't pick up his option for this coming year or something like that along those lines. So um, I think he's a free agent this coming uh, summer. Uh, Yeah, that's that's an interesting one. I mean, because he can Mm -hmm. obviously hang out here. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. In the finals and against switches, like, you know, people who say that like, Oh, yeah, uh, Kevon Looney, you know, you should go after him because he's a big man on the guard. Like I mean, if you're just a casual fan, obviously you have not been watching. He's been great on switches. He's uh, better than Curry, at least. Yeah, so Kevon Looney, man, uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what he gets paid uh, this summer. Uh, he's,
0: he's one of those candidates where I say as great as he is. As Don't a overpay him, please. He's yeah. very reminiscent of Clint Capella to me. I... Wasn't that high on Clint Capella, and mm. to this day, I just think guys like Kevon Looney, and if you're not gonna give those type of money to a guy, you could always find every year. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That is, he's just in that category. Um. So on my pay, not Clint money, just cause Clint's been doing it for a little longer. Yeah. And his his size and everything, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh. But yeah, I wouldn't give Kevon Looney more than like five million a year. Honestly. Oh. Also, I
1: want to touch on Jordan Bell. Uh. You would mm. think he would be a factor in this series, but he's just not smart enough. Or he doesn't hundred
0: percent not smart enough. Doesn't pay attention. of the team.
1: Yeah, there was a play where I think Kyle Lowry's running baseline. Uh, Jordan Bell's watching the ball. Serge Mm -hmm. Ibaka runs right behind him. Easy dunk. Mm -hmm. And that just cannot happen out there. Um, Yeah, uh, there's there's another play. I think what game one. I think game one is where Jordan Bell starts. Uh and then uh-huh. Draymond comes in for the trap. Remember that? I think it's like one of the first plays to start the game. Kawhi goes around Jordan Bell, dunks it with his left hand on the baseline. Mm. Um, yeah. Just uh unable to hang. I mean, I don't know what happened last I guess last year it's like the Cavs, so it's I mean, they don't really have it's not as an elite offense or just team in general as this Raptors team. Uh, so that's why maybe he looked better and you thought he would be a factor.
0: Um oh, but yeah. Just the Cavs were not good last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. It, so. it took a 60 point LeBron performance to almost win a game. Yeah. And for the people who are like, dude, if we gone 1 0 that series, it could have been 2 no, 0 no. after. It was going to be 4 1 if you guys yeah, want that. Either game. way,
1: either way, it was going to be a 4 <laughs> 1 series. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Fred Van Fleet, Obviously, I mean, this guy's. I mean, let's talk. You want to talk about his defense on Steph? Like, he's been
0: awesome mm-hmm. all series. He's been awesome. Uh, that's kind of what I mentioned before where everyone's kind of starting starting to find their stride in this series mm-hmm. you could expect a very good performance out of fred van Fleet, lowry on the defensive end as well mm-hmm. you know marcus all are chipping in every time abaka comes in it seems like good things are happening mm-hmm. siakam's yeah. been a little a little more hidden than, but he's kind of the candidate where we're kind of thinking where he's just not in that moment yet he's i mean not defensively he's still good
1: so that's yeah, why yeah. he could be out there uh danny green is the ultimate feast or famine three-point shooter hmm. i mean yep. he i mean, I think what in game what is that two no game three mm-hmm. he had the five yeah, for like yeah. six or something the really hot shooting in the third he had like four in a row uh i think yet yeah, the game five he didn't hit anything he went like oh for six or something so yeah. if he i mean for game six if he comes out hits at least three or four i think they're gonna win uh, he's a <laughs> huge factor. Marcus Sall has 17 points in this game five. I didn't even realize. Um, Most of them on Boogie, too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're just going. Oh, I mean, and also, they're just going at Boogie relentlessly. Like, yeah. Kyle Lowry was eating him up, like, just going down to the paint.
0: Uh, well, so the thing back, about Boogie yeah. is, I believe if Katie and Kevon Looney did not get hurt, Boogie mm-hmm. was going to see zero minutes that game. Wow. He was. Well, I yeah. think so. Because Boogie was the first big off the bench. Mm hmm. Or outside of um, Looney. I think they went with the death lineup to start the game. But mm-hmm. Looney came in pretty early. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Bogie was the next big off the bench. At that point, Boogie was. Or not Boogie. Bogie was the first. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. So <laughs> Boogie was not going to see the floor that day. Yeah. And all of a sudden, because of these two injuries, I think Boogie's going to start the next game. And. Mm-hmm. He's the biggest wild card on both offense and defense.
1: Yeah. Um notable in game five, uh only two minutes for Alfonso McKinney. Uh every time that I've seen him out there and him having to guard Kawhi, he just gets absolutely destroyed. And the it's Warriors just, Yeah, the
0: Warriors just get absolutely killed in those minutes. Um mm-hmm. so someone brought up this good point to me. It's every time Kawhi Leonard's like making a move, yeah. it never seems like he hits the floor. It always seems like the guy he bumps into just flies. <laughs> yeah. And if if Iguadala and Clay and Draymond are flying off this guy, I think there was one play, I think it was like game three or four where Bogut um, Draymond Draymond, jumped, yeah. Draymond jumps on his back and Bogut also hits him, mm-hmm. and both of them end up on the floor and Kwaj is just, just standing out yeah. of all of that. He's a monster, and, dude. So yeah, if if he's knocking those type of guys down. Um, imagine what McKinney's gonna be like, you know. <laughs> and it's been pretty, it's been pretty pronounced in this series that yeah, he I cannot mean, guard Kawhi. I mean, it's just like we mentioned this in
1: the beginning of the series. Like, I just felt that um, as good defenders as Clay and uh, Iggy are, uh, if Kawhi can get into their body, like they bounce off of him, and then he has enough separation to just pull up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Katie
0: wasn't. Him. Katie was interesting because of his height and yeah. his agility. Just because yeah, you could just kind of lay Kate, back on him. Yeah, yeah, Katie would not have played on ball as tight, so mm-hmm. he's gonna keep that distance, but he's gonna get that air. He can close out the airspace, unlike the other guys, yeah. because of his seven foot frame. Yeah,
1: I mean it's just crazy, uh, and we know. I mean, you know how much we value Clay and Iggy as defenders. Uh, the fact that Kawhi still continues to put up efficient numbers, uh, mm-hmm. he's having a historic playoff run. He's averaging the exact same amount that he has been in the series. Compared to mm-hmm. the last three series, like thirty-one and ten, on like, mm-hmm. like close to fifty percent shooting, uh, over forty percent
0: from three, uh, yeah, this guy's incredible. Uh, but so, I I want to close our thoughts on the finals at least, yeah. so we could get into the other stuff. So my thought is, I still want the Raptors to win. Mm-hmm. I think it's closer than it's ever been before. Where, yeah. It's almost fifty five forty five, Raptors Warriors, where fifty five percent of me want the Raptors to win. Hmm. Because of the same motives though, like I want Kwai to get the ring, become the guy, the yeah. greatest Raptor of all time in one freaking year and bounce. I mean there's uh, a I, I, I was, just
1: I just want the Raptors team. There's so many vets on that team that like have gone through this
0: Warriors team, you know what I mean? And um, our favorite Jeremy Lin's also on the team. Exactly, so really to- Jeremy <laughs> Lin, one-
1: Mbaka, Marcus Gasol, all
0: these guys. Hey, Jeremy Lin with one minute in the finals more than Sonny Way. and he <laughs> become the the second Asian with a NBA championship. Mm-hmm. All those for all those reasons, I still want the Raptors to win. I'm wavering a little bit on that just because. Everything the Warriors have to face is terrible right now. Mm -hmm. They lose Clay for a game. You know, the Katie story, obviously. Kavon Looney becomes an underlining story, but a huge factor in all this. Um, It's fun to watch Boogie out there try to beat a guy again. Uh, Just so many reasons to root for them for the next two games. Mm. But if you're asking me for my prediction, I said it before. I think I said it multiple times already. I just don't see enough scoring outside of clay and steph and when boogie has to play 30 minutes and become a huge factor Mm -hmm. they're going to eat them up on defense it's been like that every single time Mm -hmm. and as much as i want the Warriors to win katie's 11 points were big in the fact that you can't really get that out of anyone else yeah and so because of that reason i just think they're not going to have enough for game six and raptors are going to close it
1: Wow. I mean, it's going to be a tough game. Uh, last game in the Oracle, you know, it's going to be crazy like Toronto was in game five. If
0: they come out with the We Believe jerseys, uh, I think Warriors are winning. <laughs> <laughs> they should. They should, they man. Should. I mean,
1: the last the last game of the
0: season, last game of oh, the and their another brother, wrong prediction know. for Paul Pierce. Where oh, Paul Pierce God. took that selfie at the end of game five or uh-huh. game four. He's like... Um, look what I'm doing, guys. He's like, what are you doing? I'm taking a taking my picture of the last time I'll ever be an Oracle. Oh god. <laughs> Another L for Paul Pierce. Oh. Oh, also,
1: yeah, the f- story that came out, he did poop his pants in game. It's yeah, so a quick
0: quick quick thing about Paul Pierce. Um, I actually respected him while he was on Celtics. Yes, I hated I really, him. I That's really I cool. really liked him. I had his jersey as a kid. I hated him just because he was so annoyingly good where <laughs> he just didn't look the part, he moved like a freaking fat ass. Uh-huh. But got buckets, right? And yeah. all of a sudden yeah, all the jumping. reasons to he is doing the worst you can <laughs> to your career outside yeah. of unit you know, post career. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah. That's it.
1: yeah. But uh yeah, so Raptors, oh god, it's gonna be tough, man. I I am scared for this not that I'm scared for this Raptors team, but um when if it gets to game seven, we've said it all throughout the playoffs, mm-hmm. like you just don't know. Like yeah. it's just one game. And you just don't know. The Warriors have been there. Um, they they were the ones that got for tired. them, yeah. the
0: one that they gave up was Game 5. And it's not like they're going into Game 7 right now. Mm-hmm. That'll be a huge different storyline. They still have one more chance at this to close it before it goes to Game 7. Mm. So I think that's what Raptor people have to like hang their hat on. Yeah, I, I really hope
1: this Raptors team can close it out uh, on Thursday. That'd be awesome mm-hmm. to see for them. But, uh, man, so, I mean, we didn't even talk about it. But, yeah, let's go to the KD injury and just how it affects
0: yeah, all this. um, yeah. So, the whole outlook on KD, I think I said it, but last year on his contract, he is age 30. And this significant of an injury is going to take him out a whole season. It's pretty much going to be a whole season. So, that's going to be his age 31 season. Mm-hmm. So, by the time he's back, he's going to be around 32. And... From all the track records of people having Achilles surgeries and coming back, I would say it's been almost none that look good. The one maybe Dominic Wilkins, but that was in the eighties with not that much shooting and all that. Defenses were still not elite like they are today. Um I mean, I hope that he's one he comes back to hundred percent, you know. But guys like Rudy Gay got hurt around the same age. Mm-hmm. Never got that explosiveness back, Kobe. You know, famously, I mean, but Kobe was on the older, older side. Yeah, but that pretty much ended his dominance in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, I Demarcus still to be seen, but yeah, it's not looked too pretty. But yeah, I mean, at least KD still has his shooting. I mean, we saw it in the first what five minutes of that game, game five.
1: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean,
0: that but, that won't leave him at least. Ah, uh, man, but. If that was KD at seventy percent, like he still looks good, mm-hmm. which is crazy. So there is a lot of hope for him to come back. But him losing out a year changes so many things for so many teams, and that's where I kind of wanted to link, like some of the off-season impacts that this KD injury has all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what you're kind of thinking of his outcome is going to look like now. But there is, first, I think before this whole series and in injury. I think you and I both thought he was for sure going to leave the Warriors and Mm -hmm. just go to a new situation where he can start over. He can be the guy on the team. But with this injury and so much uncertainty where he's going to miss a year. So any team that he goes on, they're not really going to have him. So all of a sudden, I don't know if the Knicks become a possibility for him. It's almost to the point where I feel like the favorite out of all this might be the Warriors to re-sign him as crazy as that may sound um i think there is a possibility now where katie actually returns to the team
1: uh well so i know that he has a his player option uh i think Mm -hmm. it's for like 31 million um he gave up some money over the last two years uh the first year one of these last two years i know he did it so that livingston and iggy could stay Mm-hmm. Um, the other one was maybe for, I forgot what the other one was, but, but he's taking a cut, you know what I mean? And he hasn't yeah. taken that max yet. Um, it'll be interesting to see. I wouldn't be surprised if he's on the Warriors, um, like in the sense that he exercised that player option, but then I guess, I guess the thing is, uh, I guess the good thing about KD is like money is not the issue it's not an isaiah thomas situation you know what i mean mm-hmm. so this it's like it's kind of not that sad in that money sense like i'm not okay. worried about kd financially obviously um mm-hmm. but i think yeah like the teams like the knicks more than him going there and uh, it affects the other free agents going there because yeah. you know what i mean there were guys who were ready to team up and um basically for a whole year you're gonna have to do it yourself right and mm-hmm. then, um, yeah, the five years with the Warriors, it's like, do they only... I mean, not that it's like you're giving it because obviously K is a great player, but is it kind of more like, uh, oh, we effed up, like, here, take our money. Like, obviously, we still want you if, you're, if you'll stay, but we'll give you I'm the five years. i kind of emails. leaning
0: more towards the fact that he kind of knows what this Warriors team is. With him on the books, it'll probably be around the same. Maybe less talent just because they're getting older. Yeah. But it's going to be, you know, him, Steph, Clay, Draymond, and a couple vets and some young guys. Yeah. Versus go to the Knicks, you know, one year in, he's not going to play. They don't make that AD trade. Or no one comes because they don't want to play one year without KD in their season. So, you know, guys like Kyrie might choose a different team, like the Nets, whatever. There's no possibility of him and like Kawhi going to team up in like Clippers anymore. So just he he is a big domino in all this, and he affects so much, which um it's kind of affecting us as a Laker fan because all of a sudden this AD news is coming out mm-hmm. and where the Lakers are the best um, hit. I believe that they said the Lakers or the Celtics are the best suitors for AD at this point. Mm-hmm. But from everything we've heard, it seems like... He, ad prefers the lakers over everyone because mm-hmm. so, without this katie situation say katie wanted to go to the knicks but now all of a sudden he can't play if they offer on the max you know he's not gonna play this year so it's kind of it's gonna be weird to trade for ad as a knicks because that one season you have with ad is exactly. without katie. yeah so that changes everything so the knicks um, have
1: kind of gotten out of that race
0: Kyrie the Kyrie team up with Katie, same situation. No Katie mm-hmm. for one year. They're gonna be absolutely terrible if it mm-hmm. is Kyrie on the team. And Kyrie so, has opted
1: out of his uh he won't exercise his player option. He's a. f he'll so, be a free agent for sure.
0: Yes. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Um so the Knicks being one of the higher suitor all of a sudden doesn't seem like a likely candidate anymore for A D. So I mean before we go into the eighty stuff, is there anything else you kinda want to mention about like KD in the offseason?
1: Um, I mean yeah, it's just very interesting to see where he will go. I would think that he would want his five year deal from somewhere or four year. Um mm-hmm. and you know, it's interesting because I think there's I said this that I think there are still teams out there who will be willing to give him the max. I 100%. let him sit a year and it's yep. not and it's not like I think it's just a matter of like an eighty percent KD. Is still better than more than half this league. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. so, like they will live with that of one like three years of KD. Basically, um, teams will still pay him. It, this is not an Isaiah Thomas situation. Let's get that clear. Yes. I think people yep. are saying that like people are like thinking that like he's gonna get no money or things. That's not the case. Like he's and gonna he, get paid. If,
0: if he wants a five year max, yeah. he's gonna get it no matter what. It just mm-hmm. might not have been the scenario or situation that we kind of envisioned for him yeah. this offseason. As an unhealthy KD for one year, Mm -hmm. which we mentioned, like Kyrie, all these guys are probably not going to, you know, jump on to play with KD next season because it's not looking too hot. Yeah. And teams that were rumored to get 80, all of a sudden, it becomes so much more riskier because you're not going to have him playing aside KD to impress him for that one year that you have him. Mm -hmm. So... I mean, let's go right into the AD thing. Uh, Personally, okay, I'll just break down what the rumors are so far. Mm-hmm. It's supposedly for the Lakers that Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, and the fourth pick are on the table for AD, mm-hmm. where, where they want to get a third team involved to take the fourth pick in order to add another player into the deal because... Likely the, the Pal- Wizards, yeah. Yeah, where the Pelicans want to attain players that they know instead of a draft pick. Mm-hmm. Um, and... The thing that's kind of holding it up from what I've heard is that they also want to include Kuzma in the deal. So they mm-hmm. would get, um, you know, Lonzo, B.I., Kuz, and whatever the fourth pick becomes. Mm-hmm. Um, the Lakers are trying to hold on to at least one of the three players uh, from what I've heard. Mm-hmm. Um, Just my feeling alone, I don't like the deal at all. I don't want to give up Lonzo and Brandon Ingram and yeah, the think, fourth pick. I think you're trying to keep one of them. At least Lonzo or Ingram, that's the yeah, ideal. Yeah, to me, like, I, you could give up two out of those three assets. You got to keep Lonzo or B.I., one of them, right? Yeah, Just one of the guys ideal. that we drafted, especially for when we're trading for a guy with one year on his deal. So if they're asking for all that and Kuzma, I just don't even blink, just don't even look at it. I would revert to trying to get Beal off, like, a Brandon Ingram and the fourth pick type of, package you know Mm -hmm. just two of those assets for brad um bradley beal and try to focus on getting getting anthony davis in free agency um that would be my plan i hope it's not where the lakers are like hey we gotta you know keep lebron happy he's age 35 next season um we cannot miss the playoff again we need anthony davis so throw in the young guys because i've been saying it all year i freaking love lance ball i think he's going to become amazing in this um league um, The fourth pick also is very intriguing. I know you have guys that you're eyeing. There's some mm-hmm. people that I'm eyeing. Just a lot of fun possibilities that I don't want to just throw away for a guy with one year on his deal.
1: Yeah, so let me read you a, a tweet from Mark Stein. Uh, the Lakers' ability to seal a deal for Anthony Davis likely hinges on what the number four pick can fetch. If the number four pick can land a player to excite New Orleans on top of Ingram and Ball then the teams are headed for an agreement in principle before draft night next Thursday. Mm. I mean, I think this deal is getting done. I just hope that we Ooh. were... I think I just hope we're able to attain or keep... I think Lonzo is the biggest one here because if you're going to put LeBron and AD together, um, honestly, you don't really need a guy who needs the ball more. Um, mm. Ingram, obviously, we like him a lot, but the fit has always been a little bit interesting. It's, but he did get it going at the end of the season with LeBron it just you just felt that it was him and LeBron really got it going but I, I really like Lonzo I think his fit would be the best with these two mm-hmm. guys and the fact that if we can get rid of uh, not all three of these guys but you still have that room to make the move for an extra free agent and I feel like we could get one if you get this mm-hmm. AD deal done and if you have Lonzo I mean man you're uh, you should be a top four team in the
0: west easy and i don't want to you go to like top two but yeah for me i think if this deal happens i think kuzma is in this deal and we lose all four of the pieces man it's like <laughs> uh, rough. there's a, so there's if that a... if, if, it, if it comes down to that would you do that or would you just you know waver out until you can keep at least one of the guys
1: i guess this is all perspective man um ad is 26 right and how many times, though, have we kind of gotten burned in the sense of we missed on Paul George, uh, mm-hmm. in theory, In although Indiana said they wouldn't trade him to us, but, you know, who knows? Uh, We missed on Kawhi, right? Mm-hmm. And we th- those were guys that, or especially Kawhi, we were scared because of the injury. Look at what he's doing now. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's just one of those things, like, you look at it from afar, it's like, now it's like, You look at these guys and like, dang, you could have had those guys. And I feel like if we miss again, and this is not a, this is not Paul George, either. By the way, this Mm -hmm. guy's better than Paul George. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's just one of those things like you
0: can't afford to miss again. Yeah, um, Um, I hundred percent agree with that perspective because people are saying like, it's not bad to give up four young guys for. A D, because none of these guys are gonna be good as A D in their perspective. Yeah. And on and top had, of that, if we really get him, right. you can expect a guy like Kembo or Kyrie to come over yeah. and that all of a sudden becomes our core. But the next um, five. That's years, something, yeah. uh, I feel like that's the most typical like mainstream Laker mindset. Yeah. To me, just this five year rebuild that we've been doing six years almost now. I think it's six years. Um we it attain was, all these assets. Yeah. Um, we fell in love with some of these players. You know, I kind of want to see it stick through the end. Mm-hmm. Um, D'Angelo Russell's an all-star all of a sudden and Randall, we walk, let him walk for two year, 12 million and sign a guy like KCP for one year, 15, mm-hmm. just stuff like that bugs me. But I mean, as you know, when LeBron came, I wasn't the most excited cause I always had a little negative opinion about LeBron, mm-hmm. but I, I, as a as a fan it's like you how can you be mad at having lebron on your team it's going to be almost the same thing like yeah we gave up a lot for ad but how can i be mad when our team is lebron and ad as we're starting to
1: i mean yeah let's it's one of those things like oh man like because we're i think when i think about it's like oh bi has had so many moments lonzo is a great defender he has moments kuzma has taken over games 30 point games and Uh, I think when we think about, like, oh, you're giving up all of that for this one guy, like, that's Mm -hmm. what kind of, like, I I feel like that's kind of what holds me back in the potential of a number four pick and all all these things, but Mm
0: -hmm.
1: at at the end of the day, you can only have five players out there, right, Um, on the court, you know, when you come to end games, and you can fill out the roster around him, but you have two of the, what, maybe potentially top five, top seven guys in the league on your team Mm -hmm. um, on the court at the same time. I think you have to do it. I think you have to. I yeah. mean I would I, my thing is I want to keep Lonzo the most. I've I've you changed too, my tune on that. Yeah, like him defensively would just be a total game changer. Um and just because you're losing a lot of defense if you are giving up Ingram and Lonzo. Um mm-hmm. and obviously you make it up with A D, but uh to find a good defensive guard is really hard, especially with
0: all the skills that Lonzo has. Um, hey, you don't need you don't need to sell me on Lonzo. Yeah I know that's my guy. That's my guy. But on the Since other hand,
1: on the other hand, the Pelicans' backcourt of Lonzo and Drew Holiday Drew. is absolute lock up. Like nobody scoring. Probably, on those probably
0: two. the best fit next to Drew, where yeah. a guy's gonna play make and not try to score. Yeah. And on the other end, he's not gonna be. He could guard one or two. You know, both of them can switch. Yeah. Which I mean, I know I saw the Kuzma, uh, Ingram, and Randall and Zion. Oh my gosh, that's my team. That's my second team next year. There's
1: some. Well, the thing is, if there's a three deal, three deal team, um, I think it's uh, what I saw was that it would be be, because the Pelicans apparently they want an All Star and a future All Star, so -hmm. the Pelicans would actually be the ones getting Beal and I think Ingram and I think maybe the ninth pick from the Wizards or the fourth Mm -hmm. pick. Uh, the Lakers would only be getting AD, and then we would give up Lonzo, the fourth, and Kuzma, I think, to the Wizards. Something along those lines. The Pelicans don't get everything from us. They would some of it would go to the Wizards, but yeah, essentially on our I end, though, we are giving up everything to get. AD. I don't
0: think that's. I don't think the Wizards would do that for Beal. I think they're gonna ask for a lot more. Um, yeah, but. I mean, it might happen by the next time we do the podcast, which might be the last podcast, FYI. Mm -hmm. To the people listening, just the season's over. We're going to end it on one more. But outside of that, dude, uh, we're definitely going to look into the draft. I started looking at players. Uh, One name that I keep throwing out there to you, it was a joke at first, but I'm starting to buy in more and more. The the more I kind of think about it, I really like Bowl Bol. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Just a fun name out there. Uh, I wouldn't be mad if Whatever team goes on, that's the guy I'm looking at. And, you know, there's the obvious. You like DeAndre Hunter. I kind of lean more towards the Culver side. Um, And Garland, he's just a solid guard. So those are some guys we're definitely going to look more deeper into.
1: Mm. Oh, also, um, I know since we're kind of on the free agency, uh, big news apparently. Uh, Kyrie, so he left his agent, but now Mm. he is going with Rock Nation which is i believe that is kds right i think so
0: as i think they're wrong yes nation. yeah
1: oh that's interesting yeah you know so, how the
0: agency stuff works these days yeah
1: exactly <laughs> so we'll see how that uh kind of plays out but let me see yeah i mean the thing is it looks like kyrie has gone um could be going to brooklyn i think well isn't that's rock also- nation jay-z's thing or whatever
0: yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the Brooklyn Nets yeah, kind of well, plug. Well there,
1: yeah, well, there you go, right? That, hmm. could be, uh, that could be it, going to so, Brooklyn.
0: Oh, also, an interesting thing that we didn't really take in consideration was that the Celtics did say that they are not deterred by AD's statements and Kyrie's free agency and all that. Mm-hmm. So, in terms of assets, they can potentially put together the most, like, Best looking um, trade package with you know something revolving around Tatum and some picks. So if they really want AD, they're probably the team to beat in terms of the bidding war. Mm-hmm. So you just wonder like I don't I, to me if I was a Celtics and Kyrie's leaving, I'm not trading away all my chess pieces for AD. I would have done that for Kawhi last year, you know, not AD. So I I would keep Brown Tatum and keep that core together. Mm. Yeah. It'll be uh, definitely interesting to see how these things
1: shake out. But next time we talk, I hope the Raptors are champs, man. Mm. Um, That's what we expect. So if, I'm if something... I'm wavering.
0: I, I kind of want the Warriors to win for
1: once. I mean, if it if it goes differently... But, but I expect shot. the Raptors. Yes, yeah. I, I mean,
0: expect the... I expect us to say the Raptors have won, but I would not be mad if the Warriors did.
1: I mean, and it's also... It's one of those things where it's... You yeah, wouldn't be Toronto surprised Toronto either. Fans. It's just... This Warriors team is not a basic team ready to fold after a 3-1 mm. deficit. You know I mean? agree on that.
0: Yeah. I'll, I'm just going to be yelling boogie all game, bro. That's the guy. <laughs> that's the guy to watch. Yeah, all right. right, man. I'll I'll talk to you next time. All right.